Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Let's start off with James Jachi Quaison, uh, because we just have a news coming in from the court, and Accra High Court uh, presided over by uh, Justice Mary Azu has ruled that the trial of the NDC's James Jachi Quaison will be heard on a daily basis starting from July 4, 2023. The court ruled that its June 16 order announcing his arrangement uh, was within the law and a case uh, for review had no uh, basis at all. Let's uh, get details from our legal affairs correspondent, uh, Joseph Akable, who is uh, joining us via Zoom now with uh, details on uh, the latest. Uh, of course, we know that the High Court is making this ruling after uh, having a day to reflect on the uh, arguments that were made by counsel uh, for change that equation and also uh, from the Attorney General side. Why is the judge arriving at this decision? Lee? So Justice Yanzu explains that a court has the inherent jurisdiction or the power to review its own decision and again makes the point that as far as the Constitution, the Courts Act and other relevant laws are concerned by way of even decisions that have been, making by, have been made by higher courts such as the Supreme Court, it entrusts the power to the court to regulate its proceedings. She says it is not at the convenience of the parties involved. It's rather at the court's own determination. So a court has the power and the right to decide when to hear a case and does not share this authority with any other individual. And so that is how come the court came to the conclusion that it will exercise its power to determine when to hold proceedings. You recall that the court had, was sitting on the 16th. Before it was sitting on the 16th of June, it had already decided that it was going to have a hearing on the 20th and, and, and the 21st. And so by way of the addition that the court made, it was just the 22nd and the 23rd that the court added, subject to the agency's request and indicating that the day-to-day basis will take place thereafter. And so the court says that since the 21st and 23rd had already passed by, it means that it has to fix dates 
going forward. And so in terms of what the arrangements will be going forward, this particular court where the court sits uh, at the criminal court today, it's not available on Mondays due to other courts that utilize that facility as well. And so the court said that it was not going to sit on Monday. In terms of Tuesday, the court again said it is the day that the election is taking place and it has considered that and decided that it's not going to sit on that particular day. But going forward, it will sit on the 29th. On the 30th is Martyrs Day, so it will not sit on that day. So it will come back on the 4th of July. Then after the 4th of July, the court says to exercise its powers to hear the case on a day-to-day -day basis. And so that is the decision that the court has come up with. And both sides seem very satisfied with this decision. The reason being that for Mr. Kwesi's side, they make the point that the substantive concern that they had with a day-to-day -day arrangement was that it meant that if he came on the 23rd of June, it would have meant that he would have had to come the next day and the following day, which means that you don't have ample time to embark on the campaign ahead of the June 27 uh, parliamentary by-election. And so they are satisfied with this arrangement in that the court has considered and allowed them to stay away on the June 27 when the election is taking place. And substantively, they come back on June 29, then a day-to-day -day basis takes off after July 4. And so they are satisfied. The AG side also make the point that uh, the court has agreed with their position substantively that the court has the power to regulate these proceedings. And, 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 the, the, and, and the other not. time you, you were in court, you had the opportunity to engage uh, James Chachikwesi says is unfazed about whatever happens in the court. And how is he receiving this latest uh, decision? He was not present in court, blessed. You recall on that particular day when the court indicated it was going to deliver its ruling on June 23, the judge did add that it was going, uh, the request was made about the fact that they wanted James Jachikwesi to be excused from proceedings today, that is the, on Friday. And you know that the judge upheld that particular request and granted him the opportunity to miss today's session. And you recall in that brief interaction with me, he told me that he was actually heading to the constituency. So we understand he's in the constituency. And already when the initial decision came in, he was satisfied. And so with this one, it doesn't really change anything by way of the arrangement that he has made by way of his campaign mm -hmm. for between now and June 27. And so he still, he doesn't have to make change his campaign plans. He's still within the constituency and is going to campaign up until uh, at least a day before the June 27 when the election itself will take place. I see. Within the constituency and is going to campaign up until uh, at least a day before the June 27 when the election itself will take place. I see. Fire for fire out here, energy. And you show up platform ne so ntisi ye jama o se o yo kuma nkra ntibe ye na o de wani na wani energy na o be jina o sa u jina so sa na ye u free so u ya super fight energy drink and then the fact that they believe that james jachikwesen should be a candidate for jail i mean those are matters that are still before the courts by way of the criminal trial the ag's particular decisions were not relevant to help it decide this particular matter because what was before it was whether it should exercise its own powers to vary its decision. And the court said that those statements were not uh, relevant to that determination. And so the AG's office, they, are, they like the other side, are satisfied with what has come up from the court. Uh, so going forward, what's likely to happen? The, the, the dates for hearing of this case? And when is the next sitting, by the way? So the, the next immediate sitting will be on the June 29. And uh, the state's first witness... Uh, Manson, who is testifying, will be in a box. He's actually being cross-examined by lawyers for James Jachikwesi. So after June 29, the next date will be July. 
Then after July 4, a day-to-day -day basis. So every day after July 4, the court will be sitting on this uh, particular uh, matter. Of course, last week, um, given the fact that James Atikwesi himself was in court, uh, quite a significant representation from the uh, rank and file of the National Democratic Congress, knowing that this is their candidate standing elections in the um, upcoming by-election within the Sin North area. Still representation from this set of people? Not at all, blessed. In fact, in terms of the key individuals who came, mainly the legal team led by Chachuti Kata, at this time around he was joined by Baba Jamal and also uh, Terry Waja was also present to support the legal team. Then uh, Tony Letha was also present and former Attorney General Maretta Bruyapiopong also present. Mm -hmm. that, that made it by way of the, the, the individuals that, uh, the, the big names like we, we normally call them, coming in to show their support. We understand the reason being that they are simply the individuals that uh, the big names like we, we normally call them coming in to show their support. We understand the reason being that they are simply Sergio Manuto, Akwane Kaso, the Abano, Kaspa, Vice Watetesu, no Biatubi, Kadi Odibidu Kumwa, no Watesu, no Niatubi. It is Kaj Motus, our dance man, exhibition runabout, Kwaju or a top guy, and our Oscar Sujinemu. Top guy. Now, also absent because we understand again the work is on the ground and so the the, the, the campaign is ongoing at Ascent North. We understand he's trying to cover as much as many areas that are things can fire by one of the armed robbers in the midst of this busy road has left them terrified for life. The accident uh, is not the uh, first uh, form of attack and following the trend that we've seen over the last couple of days, it will not be the last. Across the country, armed robbers have taken on unsuspecting public, uh, killing them in some cases. We'll bring you some of these attacks shortly. But first though, Maxwell Agogba, my colleague, has been reporting from the community. He's been touching base uh, with people uh, who's uh, witnessed this Ablekuma fan milk attack. The field station um, where the Thursday afternoon robbery um, happened. This road is a very busy stretch, but we told that at the time of the incident, sometime around 1.30, it wasn't busy. So that gave the robbers the opportunity to carry out the dastardly act. Um, we are told, and from the CCTV footage we have seen, um, the robbers have bolted from um, the field station using this side of the road because these barricades um, are no longer there. Cross the road from this section, join the other road, and then use the stretch. We are told that um, they ran away with a motorbike, they sped off on motorbikes, but later abandoned the motorbikes and continued their journey um, in a vehicle. But the fuel station is not working today. All the people who have been pulling up here to buy fuel today are unable to buy the fuel because investigations are still underway. And as you can see, one of the investigators is sitting with one of the workers speaking and interrogating her. We are told investigations would continue until the perpetrators are arrested. There was no police or military escorts. Okay. At that time, there was none of that. It was just the police so officer sitting at the, the front. And then what I also realized was it wasn't on something like a bulletproof or a helmet. It was just a uniform, okay. just like that. Okay, so and then uh, a gun, AK-47. Yes. Okay. Uh, so it was not. There was no escorts. Nothing. And then also from observation after the incident, you know, when we saw the body lying in the car, we saw say, uh, even the windows were was rolled down. Mm. Then so uh, we wouldn't tell whether it was rolled up. 
and at that point in time, no, it was just a rush. It was just a trick of an eye. So I, I think he said only were forthcoming and the windows were down. Uh -huh. So the question is, uh, at what point? Because they they use the passenger side, and if if the car if, if the door was central locked, at what point it was opened? So, so, so there are so many questions to that. So after the incident, in fact, he was gone already. He was gone already. Well, yeah. you, were, you were part of uh, those who came here, those who rushed here yeah. um, after the incident. Did he die on the spot? He died on the spot. From the point of view, he died on the spot. Okay. And uh, they scared everyone around with gunshots. So they gave warning shots and we were, we were scared. We were scared. We were all scared in this. We were scared. Because if, if you make a move, uh, they may they may shoot you. So we're all watching from distance. We're all watching from distance. Yeah. Residents have been telling us about how one of the robbers uh, stood right here in this median strip and fired indiscriminately. They tell us uh, that was to prepare the ground for his colleagues who were then robbing the cash in transit vehicle at that fuel station. You're told the indiscriminate nature of the firing um, resulted uh, in um, some bullet holes in some of the structures just some meters away from where I'm standing. Um, they tell us that no vehicle could move when that shooting was happening. And after the firing and the rapid gunfire, the robbers bolted on their motorbikes. Police station. So immediately I saw, I saw they are three in numbers. Yeah. So they entered the Suddenly, I saw one coming. So the one coming, come and stand here. So holding gun, shooting. So we, we were, everybody was here selling. We were, everybody was running. So I, I slept in my, how do you call it, my kiosk. So they, they do the, how do you call it, the operation, almost seconds. So almost seconds, and they finish the operation. So I saw them sitting on motor going to Abrikuma Road. So this family, family giants. So I saw them going to Abrikuma. That, that, that's the, that's the this thing I saw. I saw him coming from the coming from how do you call it? Coming from the police station. So I saw him come and stand here. He was fired. He fired more fired. He fired. Uh, so I saw the bullets finish. That was him. The bullets finish. So he removed another bullet. Then he clock again. Then he fired. Seconds. Then he go. I saw them. Then they come and stand on moto. Then they go. Yeah, I'm scared. Like, I get money right and I move from this area. I will live here. Residents of Ablikma Fambok have been pointing to some bullet holes um, on some shops and structures here as evidence of the indiscriminate shooting by the armed robbers. Um, a man I've been speaking to here tells me he saw the robbers from a distance and started filming. He says they pointed a gun in his direction and fired. As an incident happened, uh, I just heard a sound, it was a, it was a very loud sound. So I thought it was a fire outbreak at the filling station. So I took my video, uh, my phone to make a video of what will happen over there because since it's an, uh, a filling station, I was afraid there will be an explosion. So the sound keeps coming and I saw people running. So I decided to make a video of what was happening. So as I stood uh, at the container right at my left side, trying to make a video, the armed robbers then came out. That was when I got to know that it was an armed robbery case. They then saw me that I was trying to make a video of them, and as they saw me, they turned the gun on me and they gave me two shots. And so luckily, God by my side, uh, I didn't receive the bullets. The bullets went through the container. Yeah, that was what happened. So I tried taking 
coverage of them, uh, I wasn't able to get it because I, as I saw that it was an armed robbery case, and they've also seen me trying to take a video of them. Yeah, so that was what happened. But I was able to go to the police station and make a video of the police guy that was. Uh, you are one of the traditional leaders. Yes, sir. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are concerned about what happened yes, yesterday. I'm, I'm at my palace where I hear. Mm. See some some robbing happy for here. Mm. But since yesterday I never I never come here. I want to help. I want to help. When I see any any robbing or anybody where is having gun, mm. I want to make police know then we arrest them. Mm. The only thing I want to do with that. Mm. Is, yeah. mm. So the only thing I want to help Ghana government. Uh, Police, Ghana police. Mm. I want to. And you, you think you have information that can help the police? I, I want to I want, now before me. To, I want to make investigation. Mm. So anywhere they are, I can get them. Mm. I will let police know. Okay. Well, Thank you. Too. So you just had one of the traditional leaders um, from Ablekuma here. Um, he's here actually to meet um, the police commander for the area. Yes, sir. He's sitting in his vehicle and he tells me that they have a meeting and it's about the shooting. You know, um, that happened. I'm not sure. The police commander would want to speak to me, but let's let's still try. Hello, commander. He's in his vehicle right now meeting them. Hello, commander. Okay, he says he doesn't want to speak. Well, uh, let's get you some data on some of these incidents that have uh, occurred over the uh, last few days. Uh, we start off from the 5th of January 2023, uh, and this one happened on the Bokwakra Highway, uh, somewhere in the Upper East region, where a cargo vehicle transporting uh, cattle from Boko towards Accra attacked. Uh, they were actually attacked by robbers, and we we'll recall that case uh, starting off the year. Uh, but then, subsequently, there were some more cases that uh, occurred. So right from January, then on the 12th of February 2023, uh, there was one in the Volta region, specifically uh, around uh, three suspected armed robbery, uh, armed robbers actually gunned down, uh, were, were actually uh, gunned down by the Ghana Police Service or exchanging uh, fire with uh, the servicemen when they were deployed to the area. Uh, after the 12th of February 2023, uh, then came the incident on the 22nd of March 2023, uh, almost like a, on a monthly basis, with this one happening here in Accra again, Dan Suman. And uh, we know that mobile uh, money merchants uh, was robbed of some 4,950 uh, Ghana uh, that The robbers posed as uh, military and police personnel uh, to carry out that uh, activity. So that's it for the 22nd of March, 2023. So January, February, March... Still in that month of March, we recorded this a table incident within the Borno East uh, region. A bus driver was shot dead in that process, and uh, the robbery operation uh, was between the table area and a mountain. So there you have it. For the same month of March, we had two incidents recorded. Beyond March as well, uh, we know that somewhere when we're wrapping up the month of March 26, there about. There was another incident before the month uh, wrapped up. So that one was the, within the Ashaiman area. Uh, the family was attacked by uh, some robbers at their residence, made away with um, the personal belongings that they had, and inflicted some sort of machete wounds on them. Uh, it was another case that became topical in this country. Uh, so that's just three within the month of March. So January, February, March, we had three cases and some other incidents uh, occurred 
as well, including the latest that we uh, have. But I want to bring in, um, of course, uh, people who are uh, been more watching this space, the experts who are beginning to get concerned about this. Uh, uh, Dr. Adam Bona is a security analyst joining us. Uh, we also have uh, Peter uh, Tobu Lanchini, who's a former super of the Ghana Police Service and also a uh, member of Parliament for Wild West. Thank you, gentlemen, for spending some time with us. Uh, Dr. Bona, let me start off with you, this latest incident. I recall the former IGP, uh, Mr. Kudalo, and proposed that idea uh, of uh, trying to uh, have bullion vans that will, will be will be sort of in the form of an armored vehicle. It became topical, I mean, the controversy around it that some of the institutions dealing in cash did not have that kind of money to purchase these vehicles. But it's becoming evident that something of that sort in terms of an intervention will be very much necessary, you agree? Oh yes, uh, good afternoon and good afternoon to your viewers. Uh, condolences to the bereaved family and condolences to at Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Those people should go out there and teach others. No one may be more common. Poor officiating and a killing Ghana football into a month city up the appointment your friends committee referees competition one why referee department we will create here send a the most useless ever I just said and none of some to us are and one is not any reference competition or near mobile Ghana waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. IGP, uh, IGP or Pombuen, oh, when the Adedempo incident right. happened. So, Udalo, yes. uh, Udalo left long ago. Okay. Udalo mm. came, he gave people who are supposed to be enforcing them go against the law. The law pres- would prescribe, uh, you know, punishment, and the law must prescribe how these things are brought in. At the moment, we don't have it. And so when these things happen, usually what you see is a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, let's do this, let's do this, without looking at the long-term implications of some of these things. And so mine is that 
They are important, but it's also important to note that bringing them without a regulation or a law, regulating how they are brought in and, you know, uh, if you break the law, how you are punished, could be detrimental to us as a people. And so mine is that let's, that is one lot of what you call it, a conversation. I have also picked intel that starting today, the, you know, the, the, what the number of bullion banks we have that are registered and supposed to be used as CITs, mm -hmm. the amount ones, are going to be the only ones that would move cash and they, they, there won't be any police officer uh, sitting in any soft pickup or soft vehicle if it is not about later. Yeah, we have quite a number in the system, but not as we are expecting. So I think that starting this morning, that I'm sure I'm told that directive from Intel, you know, has gone to the Bank of Ghana and they've disseminated it to the, you know, commercial banks who are supposed to move cash. The other thing is that if you look at the video out there, it looks like a lot of things don't add up. And I'm happy your colleague, Masuala Baba, went to the scene, spoke to uh, an eyewitness who said that who opened the side of the window, the, the glass was open, uh, the, the door was open. Uh, was it deliberate? What happened? Uh, at what, they, what were they there for? Uh, was it some targeted shooting or killing? Uh, apart from the four or so people who were captured by the CCTV and seen by, by eyewitnesses, were there other people who came up with this idea of robbing and killing the unfortunate police officer? These are things that I am expecting the police hierarchy. They have already started investigating it, but I am expecting that the scope of the investigation would be widened because then, you know, uh, this particular type of robbery is, I would say, anyone from the security point of view will tell you, it's alien to what we know, our type of robbery. So usually, if police investigators are going to be very sincere, they will tell you, or investigators, or security personnel who are involved in this will be sincere. They will, by the time they bring a closure to a case like this, you usually would notice there is a foreign influence in this type of robbery. So I am bringing up, whitening it and saying that I believe the police with the, you know, they have some of the best investigators. They have what it takes. They, I understand they've already arrested some people uh, who they are interrogating. Some, you know, credible sources. And so they have what it takes for us to be able to unpack how did this happen? Because this looks too easy a robbery. I mean, when you look at it, this looks too easy a robbery. I mean, uh, broad daylight, they are not, they, they are not, they know about a private, nothing, they get there, and they easily, they run before the, 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 the guy who shot the, the little bullet went to that side. The driver had already run out of the vehicle. I'm not by this preempting anything, but I'm only trying to say, it looks too easy a robbery. And, you know, a class one pupil who wants to undertake this robbery with a deadly AK-47 can do that. I'm not sure what type of robbery, but you can see that uh, they did it believing that they could get away with their booty. And they, unfortunately, the police officer had died. But we all know that in the last two years or so, the police administration had done very well significantly in reducing violent crimes in this country. And so mine is that these incidents, once in a while, uh, we are likely to see it. But the truth is, it is only when they are able to crack them and open them for us to know who did it, that sometimes... Uh, the criminals themselves who are likely to 
commit some of these crimes will, will do that. But I will say that uh, the state, uh, the criminals themselves who are likely to uh, commit some of these crimes will, will do that. But I will say that uh, the state. Which any papa? I have other countries in there. I have other countries in there. But how much more you need to discuss the reference? You know, any himself, some game now would you know any profession, a professional job. And you know, how can you team manager be sicker? But you could bottom. We video ni kibe kusudi ati chimosa video no. You can see the bad ten. You bet you reference it ten times because still I'm the sujiska. And you know, I'm a league no. I'm calling him. Fans need deserve us. Fans be a oko pack. They deserve us. Obeshe game wa efe. Who say ah? Two teams in a pono. My team ne lusu diye, but where diye? My team ne more than more. And I'm ne lusu. Sane fans need deserve for police officers in this country. Do we have one-to-one -one ballistic helmets? Do we have one-to-one? -one? These are things we must know. And so usually when these things happen, yeah. This is this is why I want to bring in Jones Opokuari, who's also joining the conversation. He's a criminologist. And Jones, you've been looking at the mode um, of this attack by the um, robbers. They went in straight. In fact, if we can have the, the visuals on the screen, you, you see the individuals going in straight um, for the policeman who was in the vehicle. Uh, what does the sign say about this? Okay, thank you very much, uh, Blessed, and uh, a very good afternoon to you and also to, to your viewers. And let me add my voice to what my, my colleague, uh, uh, Mr. Bonat, said. Um, I just want to wish the family of the, of the police officer and also the Ghana police my deepest condolences. But, I mean, if you look at the signs of, of the robbery, in fact, I'll be analyzing this video throughout the, the night and definitely it tells me that this is clearly an inside job and i've already made this statement over the period that um most robberies i mean of this nature if you look at previous i mean evidence over the period if you look at a lot of evidence that we've analyzed over the period most robbery cases of this nature are actually inside job about about 90 percent of them are always inside jobs so if you look at the way it was carried out within such a short period of time you could see that this was something that somebody had told them that no, this is how the operations are done. If you come within this period mm. and you strike, you'll be successful within a short period of time. Right. Look, I have been I have been in Accra, been to the scene today, and look, I've been asking people a lot of things within the area, and they tell me that this is a place that this bullion van has been coming to pick money for some time now. So the, the it tells me something. Is somebody within the area, somebody within the vicinity, probably somebody even working within that company, the oil company there, or the petrol filling station there, who, who has some links to these criminals and probably are giving them information about what happens in terms of movement of money. And yeah. the fact that most of the time the bullion, the bullion band that comes around is not really, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, protected. Yeah. So it is what you can actually see based on the, on the analysis of the video that this is something coming from within. And beyond that, you, you see the kind of uh, vehicle, okay, they were using motorbikes to carry out such an operation that could land them in jail. Why the choice of a motorbike, by the way? Well, they are using motorbike because, you see, most of the configuration of our roads, you know, and our exit routes are, are, are very busy these days. So you see, when you look at I me, mean, when I, I came to the area, I could see that that is a very busy stretch where there is a lot of traffic. So one easy 
way for them to get out of a crime scene within a period of time is to use the motorbike because with the motorbikes, it, they can be able to meander through the heavy traffic and get away from the crime scene even before the police officers came there. And I, if you look at some of the information I have, there were some police officers who, who seemed to be around the area, but they said that where they were facing, they, need to, they needed to go around and go and turn and come back to the scene when they, because they were in a vehicle. So it should tell you that the people might have studied the configuration of the area in terms of, of the Access. movement of flow of traffic and use motorbikes as a preferred mean because that is what will help them to get away from the crime scene. And you can see a pattern because over the period, if you look at most of the street robberies that we've had from 2021, 2022 to now, mm -hmm. the preferred means of transport for right. these criminals are basically motorbikes because it's an easy way for them to get out of the crime scene before the police get there. Uh, so, so are you saying that this very area we are seeing on the screens now, uh, in terms of access, it will be difficult technically for any security person to have intervened at the time the robbery incident was, was taking place? Well, they could have intervened. I mean, if they were very close, but it depends on, on where they were positioned. Okay, so if you look at the street, I mean, I, I said... And, I'm, and I'm asking the question based on what you're telling us now, that the where, yes. as you're learning, this, this is unverified information, yes. but as you, you've got this, yes. as you're telling us... There were yes. some police men yes. around. Yes, they said they said they were in a in a vehicle. When they were when they were called, they said they needed to go and meander before they come because of where they were positioned. Okay. Yes. So I'm just saying that because of the configuration of the area, it makes it very difficult for you to use, for instance, a car when you have to meander your way through. Mm. But motor motorbikes are key because motorbikes can go through heavy and take traffic situations. And once you are able to meander your way, you can easily get away from crime scene. So and it is not only this place. I mean, if you look at most of the street robberies that we've seen over the period, that is the preferred means of transport for the criminals. They, are, they, they prefer that because it is an easy getaway, you know, means of transport for the crime scene. And it is not, you, are, you cannot do what we call a hot cheese with a car in very thick area. Okay? So it's very important. That is why I'm very happy that the, uh, the IDP is coming out with this motorbike, you know, on the streets. We, you know, I mean, most of the time you see a lot of police people on the streets, on motorbikes. I would have wished that whoever was there, if there were some security people, as I was told, probably within that area, I would have wished those people were using motorbikes. And if they were using motorbikes, probably they could have chased these criminals along the street. But once they were in a vehicle, from what I was told, and, and they were a little bit far from the scene, it would be very difficult for them to meander their way to the crime scene. Mm. Uh, quite a tragic event there. But let's look at policy and how we can reform. Uh, Dr. Bonadi, is you about motorbikes? Um, th th this concern and conversation has come up. Uh, some cities have completely done away with the use of motorbikes, um, especially for, I mean, commercial or even private reasons. What, how, what do we do at this point, so knowing that there's a risk involved uh, looking at our traffic, the nature of traffic here in Accra? Well, it's difficult. I mean, to add to what my colleague on the other side said. It's difficult uh, to do this type of robbery, you know, in, in a vehicle. So since I'm even in sometimes in the advanced, you know, countries, sometimes some of these robberies are done uh, and the getaway means it could be a bike where you can easily uh, get away. And so it's a preferred means to, you know, as I said. I, what I must say is that apart from trying to look at the policy of, you know, motorbikes in the country. The truth is that you can't stop. Uh, it's, it's, it's a preferred means of transportation. So you can't say 
people shouldn't ride. But what we need to do is to be able to identify all riders and be able to search them. I think over the period, the police visibility, they are in most major intersections. I'm not sure about that area, but they are in most major intersections. And what they do is to observe their side arms and they are able to do it. I don't know whether they were in that area, but from what my colleague is saying, the officers were not very close. The other thing too is that uh, there is involved in shooting uh, innocent people and killing them in broad daylight. Because you can see people, once they had the gunshot, people actually started taking, but, uh, you know, if they get there and they would enter into a shootout with them. Usually, officers would be trained not to engage in a, in a populated area like that. And so they would have attempted to chase them and maybe attempted to gun some of them down. But if you get into a situation like that, would you want to shoot and miss and kill an innocent person no. And so we need to look at that. The other thing is that illicit firearms. I serve on the board of the Small Arms Commission and on behalf of CSU. And the truth is that we have a draft law, a draft deal that is going through the process. What I will say is that there are too many illicit firearms in the hands of, you know, people. Too many illicit. I mean, and some of them are dangerous submachine guns and machine guns in the hands of people. Until such a time that we are able to get this uh, draft deal, trying to regulate the acquisition and ownership and training of, you know, those who want to apply firearms, those who want to import them and all, and all that, we are going to be recycling this information. And I'm actually coming out of an ECOWAS uh, meeting in one of the way. I mean, the ECOWAS group, they are here, and we, we've just gone through a three-day workshop on small arms and whatever, and one of the reasons they are here is to help and see how we can get the bill that we have done, we put together, and is supposed to be passed into law, how we can get it passed into law. Until we do some of these things, it is going to be difficult because every Tom Dick and Harry is carrying a weapon. Every Tom Dick and Harry, and some of these people are criminals. Some of these people are amateur. The truth is that everybody is attempting to register a weapon. Sometimes people die. And we are not able to follow up and retrieve these dead people's weapons. And the weapons end up in the wrong hands. And so, but the law, the draft law we have, by which has been put together by the small arms and light weapons together with CSOs and other government agencies, together with the German government, European government, and all these people, if this is passed into law, bless it. I am telling you that I am sure in the next 10 years, this issue about illicit firearms and gun trading and all that would be brought to the barest minimum. Because every now and then, someone wants to own a gun. And we don't know what happens when some of them even apply them legally. Sometimes they lose them and they never go to report. And maybe we are not able to follow up. So, okay. whilst looking at motorbikes and policy and other things, I would want us to also look at, speak about the draft deal that would uh, enforce, you know, uh, some of these things. There are laws to, to do this. But the laws are in pocket. And, and it's not so stringent. So it's difficult to say we will do it. Unfortunately, maybe uh, I serve on the board, and so I'm able to speak to these things and say, I would urge government, I would urge government, and the powers that be, to look at this deal, which is still in the deal, is a draft form, and put it through, so that we will, the needless acquisition and the needless use of power, illicit power, in killing police officers and sometimes, and doing all manner of things 
will be regulated and probably we can strengthen the structure and the regime of gun ownership and gun usage in this country. Okay, I want to wrap up with uh, Dr. Jones, uh, and let's look at the possibility here in terms of what the police may be on the lookout for in unraveling those who carried out this very attack. What are some, well, of, the, what are some of the likely give, I mean, giveaways, leads that will help the uh, police to crack this case? Well, I'm of the view that, I mean, the police should quickly move in, and I'm, I'm, I'm told, in fact, because when I went to the scene, I, I saw certain activity that suggests to me that there were some undercover police people there trying to listen in and, and also gather some information, which is good. But there are people within, within the setup, the institution where the activity took place, that needs to be questioned properly. And also even the driver. I don't know whether um, the driver has, has yet reported you know, himself to the police or reported the incident to the police. He, he, needs, to be, he needs to be talked to as well. I mean, apart from that, I, my, my colleague has said that we need a lot of policy, we need a lot of review on how the police is supposed to carry out the operation when it comes to the movement of cash. And I've said this over a period. Um, when um, 2002-2021, a lot of issues of this bank robbery started, I made a point that we have to review this process where we make police people sit in front of bullion fans. Because if you look at the video, you could see that the police had, I mean, virtually no, no time to even respond, even though he was, he was armed. And, and that, is, that is very dangerous. So why can't we have a situation whereby, for instance, these cars can be followed with some unmarked car or with police in, in, in mortis, you know, where they can follow this so that when the, the attack comes on the bullion van, the police have a lot of time to respond and to engage the criminals. If we continue to do this, look, we must learn. We must get into the psychology of these criminals and understand how they operate so that we can devise certain, you know, strategies that we can face them. If we don't learn from mistakes and from the experiences of the past, and we keep on doing the same thing, first we are not going to get any results because we cannot do the same thing and expect different results. For me, that is a suggestion I'm, 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 I'm just giving the police. We need to revise the way we let police people sit in front of bullion vans. I mean, these are not even bullion vans. These are, these are, these are cars that are basically, you know, rickety cars that, that, that have been discarded and that, that is used now. And I think that it is not fair even to, to the security personnel. It is not even fair to their families. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that debating your accessories. Could use some new riding gloves. Guess I'll go with black leather again. Ah, it just seems so basic. Wait, what if I did white leather? People be like, hey, this guy's different. Or they might be like, hey, this guy looks like a butler. Yeah, okay. Black leather it is. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Within, within the vicinity. Okay. And also people working within, within, the, within, the, within the institution. I mean, the, the, the filling station. Because I've already said that a lot of these crimes are basically inside jobs. So is there someone within who is giving some information to some of these people? Are some of the people working there probably right. just some... Okay. I wish we had... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Much time to discuss this, but I'm grateful to Dr. Jones Pokowari and also to Dr. Adam Bona for joining this conversation. And this week as well, we're keeping our eyes on the flats because uh, that incident has devastated community in part of the country, killing five persons in just 24 hours of rain. This afternoon, uh, there are fears of a possible destruction of property and loss of lives following uh, the impact of the rains in the Ashanti region. as many as four persons died with one uh, in the western region. Several communities were cut off with uh, even some major roads here in Accra completely submerged. Maxwell Agbagba was at the, uh, one of the places near Kasoa in the central region and reports that residents are quite uh, disturbed about the situation. Sounds of gushing water at the cutoff point here at this is the main road that connects East Town to the capital and other adjoining communities. But these men who you see here did not go to work today. Some of them who are taxi drivers here in this community are unable to cross to the other side. Behind me is a stream that overflowed and banks and displaced many from their homes. Many of the residents here have been forced out of their homes by the flat water. The brave ones were compelled to move door to door, rescuing persons who were trapped. I've met Joseph Kwame Nyakum. He helped to rescue some of the affected persons. He says, but for their timely intervention, 10 children would have died in the flood. I was inside and I saw people shouting, screaming, and saying, oh, let me come out. Even me, I wanted to go and buy something. I said, okay. I saw them screaming and I said, oh, wow. Then I went there to help them and I saw people going, coming up from their houses and they want to rescue people. So we gathered boys and also helped them to rescue some of the kids, like 10 kids. And doing that rescue, then we saw a certain woman and two kids uh, like coming, coming from, uh, they are are in the water coming. So today I heard heard that they, they were rescued. Uh, drowning, like coming, com- coming from uh, they are they are in the water coming. So today I heard that, I heard that they they were. Oh no! So many people say we are call phone. No, so never phone you on and I can say, okay, Google, ask Multimedia Ghana to play Adam FM. And no, no, no. And so now we will say no. Ani, Insha FM ne asempa FM. Omu ni na waso. Okay, ni ame kwa kutoa yashi. Ame she say meet me aya mana yini. Ma. Okay, Google, ask Multimedia Ghana to play Adom FM. Okay, let's get Multimedia Ghana. Now playing Adam FM. Adam FM! 106.3! Multimedia stations are a mixture of and they are the blue light.
their problem is most of them come to school without money. So when they come after 10 a.m., you see that they are, most of them will start sleeping. Some of them will be feeling weak. When you ask them, they send them away. Mm. But today I had that uh, they, are, they are fine. So. Hundreds of residents are not willing to risk it through this flat water. Many of them who have no choice. They are watching divers who are on a frantic search for the body of Kwame Asuman, 57, who is believed to have today. He is reported to have jumped into the Owabi stream, trying to look for his junior brother, Kweku Abwaje, 47, who drowned trying to ride through the floods with a bicycle on Wednesday evening. <laughs> We were told that this part was deep, but he took the other turn to get to the other side. All we heard was he calling for help. We assumed he had found his junior brother. I later realized he was drowning, and I could not swim. People wail as his body is retrieved from the stream. Now, two people have drowned here. At Atafwa was drowning and I could not swim. People wail as his body is retrieved from the stream. Now, two people have drowned here at Atafwa Bridge. This is the Owabi stream. People have drowned here at Atafwa Bridge. This is the Owabi stream. Say the see fetch woman upon and wash it into penny for sure. No one can wash them. Virus cannot use this end. So, in all two brothers, all in the same family, have drowned here at Atafwa Junction. I'm hurt. Create a chance for the river to flow easily. This won't cause floods again. No move from Ram Musunum. Sabayan Sunu, a coiner, China for no, a Yatumun. This brings to fall the number of persons who have drowned between Wednesday and Thursday. Frank Dodu is Rignal Nadmo boss. The first one did happen at Tafu, uh, which the person is young, still on course to get the data because we are not able to reach out to the family. So we are yet to have the full detail of the one.
which presumably is under 10 years old. And we have that also right where we are at Afua, which did happen yesterday. And this morning, when the rescue team, that's the fire service, NADMO, and other people helping to rescue, we, we, we got to know that a brother also decided that he would force his, his way into the river, and he also got dry. He wants people to take precaution as the rains come down. But all these things could have been avoided. If you look at the releases and dedications that have been going on for the past four months, there are things that could have been avoided. Our focus is on prevention. That is why we took time over three months. We did education at various churches, marketplaces, media houses, issued a publication that the rains that we are expecting are so much. So we should do our maximum best that once we see the rains coming, we find a safe heaven or a better place to be. Once it's capsized down, then those living in the streams and those that are using bridges and the rest, that is when you can make way once they come down. So in all these cases, it could have been avoided. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaridonko Kumasi. At the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. From the space you have, to the features you want, to the savings you need. Like a new GE Profile Ultra Fast Combo Laundry Machine that can wash and dry a large load in about two hours. Without you ever having to transfer the load over. Get special buy savings like the GE Profile Ultra Fast Combo Laundry Machine. Plus an extra $100 off select laundry sets in store and online at the Home Depot. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that trying to name your bike. Hmm, how about the Crusher? I guess it's not really crushing anything. The Silver Bolt? No. Oh, oh, what about Pepper? Mysterious. Is it a pet or a condiment? Surprise! It's a motorcycle. Uh, no, that's stupid. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't start See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. The National Disaster Management Organization says uh, it is uh, working assiduously to, of course, inform the public and also check out some of the uh, danger zones. We'll be speaking to George A.C., who's the Director of Communications, shortly. But uh, first, how's the weather outlook like uh, in the next few days, particularly for those in the greater Accra region? Felicity Ahianfianio is the head uh, of Central Analysis and Forecasting at GMET. Thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, not a very favorable day um, in terms of the kinds of rains and showers that we've been experiencing over the last 48 hours. Are we able to explain um, why this is happening and how the next few days will be looking like? And, and kindly unmute for me so I, I can get the points you're, you're sharing with us. Uh, Felicity, if you, if, you, if, you, if you don't mind taking off the earpiece, so at least you can share the points with us, uh, and then we could get you loud and clear uh, on some of the points you're raising, because uh, for GMET, you have been carrying out 
uh, surveillance on what's likely to happen uh, and the forecast that, that you have for the next uh, few hours and the days to come. What, what is that telling us, really? Well, definitely uh, reconnect with Felicity here for new host uh, at the Ghana Meteo Agency. Uh, but first, though, um, the National Disaster Management Organization is also one of the key uh, institutions that uh, is mandated to, uh, of course, deal with some of these uh, disaster uh, incidents uh, that we're, we're hearing of. Um, George A.C. is uh, with NADMO. Before we get to George, uh, let, let's hear from Felicity yeah. one more time. Felicity, can you hear me? Felicity, I hope you can hear me. Okay. Um, we're having some challenge there, obviously, connecting with Felicity. Uh, if George AC is with us, uh, George, the concern of NAPMO and what you plan to do in the, in the coming days, knowing that this is a perennial problem, we need to admit that, first of all. Uh, so what we can do, at least in the meantime, while we work out a long-term solution, is for your um, agency to be proactive. What measures are you putting in place to tackle that? Uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll still be getting you, uh, of course, uh, those who are responsible for dealing with the disasters that we're uh, recording. Uh, but then we also do know that uh, in the next few days, there's a prediction on, uh, or forecast, I should say, on how the weather should be looking like uh, for you in the coming days. So I would see if that will be favorable to you out there. So, you stay safe while you drive and commute uh, about. Uh, but in the last few days. Uh, we've seen showers all throughout the day. Uh, I think today's the only day within the week at least giving some uh, chance for sunlight and uh, that's raising a lot of concerns uh, as to what may happen in the coming uh, days. But we'll get some responses for you uh, shortly uh, plus get you some uh, explanation as to what may happen in the next few days. You're watching The Pulse. We'll be right back. You will enjoy free life insurance. Free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole seven, and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimo, this Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, 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 but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I'd go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I'd go check my BP. We going up, never go down, and we stay flat. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. Smile, hmm? Look lively, okay? Smile, smile! 
little small. A bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take Gastron, your most effective antacid, for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence, and indigestion. Hey guys, what are you waiting for? Let's go, let's go. Mwah. Can you bring down the smiles more? <laughs> Gastron, effective relief from stomach discomfort. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been written and approved by the FDA. Big Chef is back. A new addition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiary. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest knife. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023 at 5pm as we outdoor the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiary. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's see what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Sharpest Night. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023 at 5pm as we outdoor the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiary. of his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings my opponent sits here and turns against the motion for once having for making money legally wrong the biggest debate competition in ghana is back which side do you represent for or against the motion stay glued to your superstation love 99.5 fm joy learning and joy prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in ashanti show their prowess through debate rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest venue is the christian service university college Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM. Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2 p.m. each day. The Love FM High School's debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC, and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS. This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Chocomold from Twilliam Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madam Catherine, Freitol and Fortune Rise from Wilma, and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues, supported by Staying with us, how is the weather looking like in the next uh, few hours and also in the coming days? 
Uh, Felicity is joining us back on Zoom. Thank you uh, for spending some time with us. I was just asking about what we're likely to expect, knowing uh, what has happened over the last few days in terms of the kinds of showers that we've been experiencing. Felicity, are you still with us? Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Okay. Um, it appears um, we're having some challenge there and we'll definitely uh, reconnect uh, and get you some uh, updates as and when uh, we have that. Now to security, the chief priest uh, of the Teshi traditional area, uh, Badu, or Odami uh, the first, is uh, calling on the police service and the Ministry of Chief Tansing and uh, religious affairs to call a faction of the Teshi Chieftaincy uh, affairs to order after um, and to in order to avoid what they describe as a possible uh, communal clash in the community, according to the chief priest, that tra- traditions mandate uh, him to perform uh, rituals for the celebration of their annual annual homo war festival. But the rival faction have also started performing those same rites. We have uh, an interaction with uh, the. Chief Priest and my colleague, uh, who has been trying to find out what exactly is happening within the community. Me no more do that no dear person. Be few nete ye, ke be ne huwe. Ke je 2019 na batomi. Ni inke no more je kwango ni je nyono batuni. Ni inweku ke nche me fe tashia ke oni no more je kwango ishimwo ne. Mbacha enuchumo no. Nyeme ekume ke amenu shishi. Now, I'm a noon shine, Lelain Drummond, I'm a care, I'm a year, I'm a Sunday. I'm a get a court, Niji, I court. Kaja High Court, Wagbina, Appeal Court, Uluenone. In fact, um, we've been accused wrongly. We've been accused of fomenting trouble in and around Teshin. But what we want to do today is we want to set the record straight that we are not the people fomenting trouble. Numo Badu Odano Odiapen said the first, as I'm seated here, I was installed in 2019. When I was installed, some of the brethren, some of the relatives were not happy. So they took the matter to high court for adjudication. In fact, the high court handled the case. It went as further as the appeals court. And on 15th of December 2022, 
I was pronounced victorious. I was accepted as the substantive Osabu Aikulomo succeeding Numo Ajekwanko the first who passed on in 2019. Um, since then, as a Wulomo or a spiritual leader, we have a way of preparing our homo activities. So as the leader of that, I have tried to prepare my calendar. So I prepared the calendar. I copied the police. And every necessary people needed to be informed about my calendar. As you can see, before you leave, I will give you a copy. I informed everybody. And then I started my traditions on the 17th of May. Only for me to be told that on the 28th of May, another people are going to perform the very ritual I have performed already. And I am the substantive overlord to do that. In fact, let me show you this document. That is the judgment from the appeals court, of which the judgment is saying that basically... If my people are not happy with my installation, they can go to the appropriate quarters to seek for redress. But till then, I should hold up and manage all the affairs of teaching in its entirety. So this is the judgment. I have prepared my calendar for 2023 annual Homo Festival only for me to see this thing flying. The title is Republic of Ghana, Ministry of Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs. Please, the people in the ministry doesn't prepare the calendar for the people of Teshin. It is only the Wulomo, and it's the Manwulomo, the substantive Osabu Aiku Wulomo, who prepares the calendar, and the, it's, even preparation of the calendar is sacred for it to be prepared. And everything they've put here contradicts what I have prepared. Well, the other faction led by the family head uh, of uh, the other side uh, has been uh, disputing this. According to them, they are the rightful occupants of the Wulamos too. The reason why all this thing was going, all this thing is going on, was that uh, uh, our former Wulamo, the late Wulamo, passed on since when when he was. At his lifetime, there were one who has occupied the shrine. He was a servant to the late Wulong. And in touching in our custom and tradition, if a Wulong is installed, they give him a servant who will serve him throughout his lifetime. And it's called labia. So this labia is there to serve the Wulomo. And in our custom and tradition, the moment the Wulomo pass on, the labia term of office come to an end. Because it rotates. And we are having three seats in Chiewe where the Wulomo rotates. First, we have Ni Aji Numo Aji Sankuma. Then we have not, uh, 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 Numo Aji Onankan. Then we have Numo Aji Kwanku. 
These are the three seats that rotate in Chewe. So, the uh, labia or the one who was occupying the shrine, he was a labia or the servant to the late Wulomo. So, the moment the Wulomo dies, his turn of office to end automatically. That is our custom and tradition. And the Teshi uh, Council of Elders asking for their grouped parties to resort to the right quarters to get their issues addressed. Ni Noti uh, Tuakwa the second speaks for them. It's been done already by Numo Ulomo on the 21st of May. According to Numo uh, Ulomo, Baduoda no dia pense a calendar, his calendar. 21st was that ritual which we call Blaiju. The second one will be Ableku. Once uh, Numo Baduodia pense has done the Blaiju, we did not expect anybody to go and do another one in a different house. And those who decided to do the second Blaiju on the 28th, had a ruling against them from the appeal court that until they are able to challenge Numo Badodia Apensen at a traditional court like their regional house of chiefs, they should allow Numo Badodia Pensen to do his job as the substantive law of Teshi. And that ruling is there. We can give you a copy. And how prepared are we as a country for an emergency uh, or an emergence actually of uh, a pandemic? Well, COVID-19, Ebola and other outbreaks uh, have taught us that we have never been ready in this uh, recent past. Of course, there's been a campaign by uh, the development NGOs in Ghana to get uh, government to dedicate some funds for such uh, preparations. This month, they held a forum at the University of uh, Health and allied sciences, you has in the Volta region to get uh, academia to be on board uh, this initiative. Uh, the forum concluded uh, with this key message, and uh, here are some of them. Uh, the, uh, first of all, there's a need for establishing a uh, dedicated public health emergency fund, uh, which is crucial for addressing gaps in preparedness and response to public health emergencies. The proposed uh, fund initially uh, will be to support uh, will, will be supported uh, by the one percent COVID nineteen levy, uh, which will be renamed as emergency levy, and uh, offers uh, actually uh, offers the opportunity for capacity building research, vaccine production, and surveillance. That that was the key message uh, after the uh, engagements uh, that were done. Uh, there's a need for us to get some more on this. Uh, so let's bring in uh, those who've been working on this project. Um, of course, working together with the uh, group that we're talking uh, about uh, here, that uh, Sen Ghana, who've been working on this, uh, were joined now by some of those who've been uh, at that meeting, engaging and making these proposals. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, first of all, let's know you and... What was your impression after the engagements over, over the last few days? 
So thank you very much uh, for this opportunity. Uh, my name is Paul Amuna, Professor Paul Amuna. I'm the Dean of the Binka School of Public Health at UHAS. And uh, UHAS actually partnered our civil society uh, uh, friends from the Global Health uh, um, um, uh, uh, Advocacy Incubator and San Ghana in order to actually, you know, add a voice to the, the call for uh, a public health emergency fund uh, to, to prepare us, as you rightly captured uh, the, the essence of what the symposium was about. Mm. Uh, are you asking entirely for the revision of, of the COVID-19 levy? Is that basically what you're asking for? Well, not necessarily a revision, but um, you see, the thing is that uh, Ghana has signed up to international health revelations. And indeed, in the medium-term uh, uh, policy framework 2017, the government committed to establishing uh, a public health emergency fund. If you would recall, in 2014, there was the Ebola epidemic that uh, affected a number of countries in the West Africa sub-region, particularly Liberia, uh, Sierra Leone, and countries like that, with huge consequences. And that was because, one, they were not prepared in terms of their public health emergencies, and two, uh, the preparedness or lack of preparedness also included lack of personnel and very weak health infrastructure. Fortunately, here in Ghana, our health infrastructure is generally very good. Uh, Over the decades, we have built up a very good health infrastructure with hospitals, teaching hospitals, research institutions, training institutions, and so on. However, following that particular commitment by government, there was actually an emergency fund that was set up precisely to be put aside so that if there were any emergencies, then uh, we will be prepared to react to it. Uh, but emergencies are not only there for us to react to, but we have to be proactive. We have to be prepared. And that is why we are calling for uh, this fund. And the levy, as you recall recently, uh, the president in his last address uh, on the ending you know, of the COVID-19 emergency, Uh, stated that the 1% uh, COVID-19 levy, which actually came in handy for helping us to deal with the pandemic, was going to be retained. And so the plan is that if it is going to be retained, then there's a need for us to ring-fence it, and it could serve as seed funding, because the amount that we need for public health emergency preparedness is far more than what we get from the 1%. But the 1% will be good seed funding, uh, which would then be the basis upon which we look for further funding from government and from our bilateral partners so that we can be assured that we have this fund uh, so that we can deal with any public health emergency. Uh, Ghanaians are overburdened with, with new taxes, and I'm not sure you're asking for an add-on. No, we are not. We are certainly not asking for an add-on. What we are saying is that the 1% levy that the government has decided to retain uh, should be ring-fenced and then re-called, re-labeled 
as an emergency fund. Don't forget that. When we talk of uh, emergencies, they are not only in terms of diseases that uh, arise, such as, you know, the ones that we've just been dealing with, but also disasters. You know, flooding, for example, people become displaced. And during that time, cholera and other public health problems arise. And so we are saying that the 1% should actually be ring-fenced and used as seed money. It will not be enough but it will be a good start, and we can look for other sources of funding to help build and grow the fund. All right. Grateful. Uh, Prof, thanks for spending some time with us. And on Thursday, uh, members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum uh, will resume picketing uh, the Finance Ministry uh, once again to d- demand payment of the coupon arrears. Since picketing started in February, uh, government has cleared 30 out of 36 total coupon arrears. Government has also paid all four outstanding principals since February 2023. Uh, this round of picketing has raised uh, some concerns over the motivation for members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum returning to picket the finance ministry despite government's efforts over the period. Confident of the group, Dr. Edu Anani Enchi has been providing some clarifications. It, what people don't understand is that this data that has been cleared, it wasn't cleared, it wasn't paid to one person. Every one of these pensioners has his bond, uh, his coupon coming up for payment at one point in time. My brother's one has been paid. My is coming up today. Mm-hmm. I need my money. I haven't been paid. So you don't say because your brothers has been paid two months ago. And people should understand the bond market, government bond market, if government, every week, if government issues the bonds, then every week, you know, there will be a coupon due. Mm-hmm. That coupon due will not be due to people who were paid their coupon last week. Everybody buys his, uh, uh, independently. So this six that is outstanding, it is outstanding for people who are yet to receive any coupon since the DDP started. People have st- uh, received yes two months ago. That was when you are yes, they have received yes. So the people now have to receive their somebody. This is the first time because six months, six months. The first time he is or she is going to have his coupon. His coupon. So if we think that you have paid thirty. So the rest of the six delay, you don't understand the market. You don't understand what's happening. So it's um, more or less an act that is backed by the fear that yes. the way the payment schedule has gone, if I don't, I also don't get involved to press home the demand, it may get to my turn and government will Yes, pay. even people whose coupons are not due yet, they must press home this so that government will stop. Mm. So that by the time their coupon is due, it will, will not be here, it will be paid properly. So, whatever you look at, it is not, and when somebody says, oh, there is six, well, about government pay you three, the literal pay, it is not to be paid to one person. For you to say, government owe me six, so if he pays me three, that's okay. The six is due to different, different people. Someone is the first one, someone is the second one, someone is the last one. Whom do you say that person for uh, government should pay three and leave the three? So, it is not like that. It is due to different investors. Everyone, we all didn't buy our bonds the same day. Everybody bought his or her bond separately, independently. So if you, if there is even one coupon in arrears, 
there are pensioners who are affected by that one coupon in arrears. And if, for example, you have fought to get your brother whose one was due last month to be paid, you should also still fight for the person whose one is yet to be, to be, paid. be paid. Okay. Because if you don't do that, and you think that, oh, I have received my coupons, well, there are people who have received their coupons, but we fought for you to receive your coupon. Your brother's one hasn't been paid. It's not even yet. Some of them is not yet. But we believe that if we don't end this, we will continuously be picketing before government peace. That okay. should not be the case. Reacting to how long the group can sustain this picketing, Dr. Anani says they will continue till government fulfills its own promise to pay the coupons promptly. Uh, you know, once we are here, we are not going until we are paid. They know that. So they know nothing can move us from here apart from where we see the payment has started. In fact, the last time they promised paying, and we have said, and we have told the ministry that if it is due on Monday, you must pay on Monday. However, if you are not able to pay on Monday, we will rest. We will give you Tuesday. If you don't pay Tuesday, we will rest. Wednesday, if you don't pay, then we know that you are not going to pay. So mm. Thursday, Friday, we are here. Mm. So there was one that was, was due the five coupons. They promised we were going to pay. Thursday, they had Wednesday, they haven't paid. We came here. And when we went to a meeting, they said they have directed the, uh, the Bank of Ghana to pay. And Bank of Ghana... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Has even told them that they have sent their money's funds to the banks. I said, well, we haven't received it. So that, that Thursday... We left the meeting and came to continue our picketing because we haven't received payment. It was after we have left here in the evening that the alert system started working, informing us that the payments had started. Then Friday we didn't come. So that tells you that if it's in arrears and government pay, we won't come here. Unless we come here, government will not pay. I'm saying this. Government has not paid without we coming here. And the, the history is there. From... The 20, when we started this, 22 coupons were due. We have to come here before government pay. When we stop coming here, government still stop, also stop. See, as we, if we stop picketing, then government also stop paying. So that is a, that's a relationship. Stop again. We thought that after we have done this, government was going to religiously be paying to avoid these elderly people coming here. It's like a parent. You know you must buy your, your child a food. And you want your child always to cry before you buy the food. What is that? You know you must buy the, your child a food. Why do you want the, your child to always cry? Cry before you buy the food. Once you know you must buy the, your child your food. That's exactly what government is treating us. Mm. Government knows it must pay us. But it wants us to come here and make this noise before it pays. That shouldn't be the case. Let's go to Parliament now. Leadership of the minority and the majority caucuses in Parliament are 
uh, haggling over when to consider the controversial anti-gay bill before the House. Parliament's Constitutional and Legal Affairs uh, Committee has uh, recommended the approval of the bill. We'll hear uh, from the, uh, both sides of the aisle shortly. But uh, first, listen to the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joseph Osei-Wosu, announcing uh, the Speaker's directive. I have been directed by the Speaker to bring to the attention of the Business Committee are two matters. One, the standing orders committee's report should be programmed for Thursday. So please take note and have it programmed for Thursday. Two, the proper human sexuality and Ghanaian family values bill be programmed for Tuesday or Thursday, whatever it is. It must be on the other paper next week. And that Tuesday, the motion for second reading of that bill should be programmed for Tuesday or Thursday. These are the directives of Mr. Speaker. Well, Deputy uh, Minority Whip, Matty Brian says the bill must be taken on Thursday due to the Asin North by election scheduled for Tuesday. A number of civil society organizations and political watchers, and as well as constitutional watchers, have interest in it, and they'll be watching this house. You've given either Tuesday or Thursday. Tuesday, we know, will be the ascent of by-election. And we know a number of MPs, maybe your good self, <laughs> the speaker, <laughs> may be there. And we need we need to do a very comprehensive debate, well-researched debate on it, sensing that and foreseeing that the numbers may not be able to be organized on Tuesday. The speaker, if we can be specific that the move, that motion be taken on Thursday, which we know that our brothers who will go for the Edelada on Wednesday will be here. And those who go for the Asino by-election on Tuesday will be here. So that the House will be properly constituted to take that historical debate. But the Majority Chief Whip Frank Arnold Dompret says it must be taken on Tuesday and uh, that the minority cannot put that seen North by-election ahead of their parliamentary responsibilities. The first deputy has said that it's a directive from the speaker. It's, yes, it's a directive from the speaker. It's given two days. Asinov is a national exercise. Parliament of Ghana is also a national exercise. So, you, if you are interested, you need to prioritize. So that we don't need to gravitate unnecessarily and be oscillating between the two. If it's Thursday, let's stick to Thursday. Anybody who is interested in this debate must show up. You cannot prioritize a sin of over Parliament and expect us that the Parliament will wait for you. I disagree with my colleague. He should abandon his, 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 his submission with respect. Both are national exercise. So choose one. You can have the two. But he wants to have the two. <laughs> Therefore, we should stick to the Tuesday. We've told their stories. It's now time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition 
and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Journeys Impact Makers Awards, who among our extraordinary 10 nominees will earn the envious title of the Journeys Impact Maker of the Year, Isaac Ajaoto, Richard Oko, Ellen White or Jefferson Agbatro, Ahmadu Mohammed, Ilya Subaba, Isaka Anesi, Jajera Porsche, or Joy Okra. There are also Father Moses Awenonja and John Akaribo. Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecast and celebration of the Impact Makers of the Year. The Joy News Impact Makers Awards, celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. excited about that is the first of its kind uh, in the Ghanaian media space uh, to go uh, a notch higher by recognizing and honoring the persons behind the stories uh, we tell daily yes it's the join you impact makers award which uh, comes off later this evening at the Labadi Beach Hotel where we celebrate ordinary people making extraordinary impact in their Communities tonight, uh, 11 people will be honored for their selflessness towards the advancement of their communities. So, who are the finalists? And of course, you've seen uh, some of the names come up there, but we have uh, more coming your way here on the Joy News channel. You want to make a date with us uh, later tonight. HD, the new exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Premier Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. A HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Big Chef is back. A new addition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiary. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest knife. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023 at 5pm as we outstall the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiary. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my back. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo, 
Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Even the builders of his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings. My opponent sits here and turns against the motion for once having for making money legally. Wrong! The biggest debate competition in Ghana is back. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest. Venue is the Christian Service University College. Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2 p.m. each day. The Love FM High School's debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS. This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Chocomold from Twilliam Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madam Catherine, Freitol and Fortune Rise from Wilma, and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues, supported by Let's deal with this public health emergency because the number of uh, cattle that have died from the anthrax outbreak in the Upper East region has now reached 99, spreading from the Binduri district uh, to five other districts tonight. So there's a concern that the continuous spread of the disease could spark a national crisis as Muslims prepare to celebrate uh, Eid festivities next week. The outbreak was uh, detected at the start of this month uh, with four suspected cases and one death. Here's uh, the update we have for you as you have it on uh, the screen right now, but we're also fortunate to have, uh, of course, the head of our health desk, uh, Fred Smith, join us with the data. So we've seen some numbers, starting off with this one on the screens. Um, of course, we started with 99, as you were pointing out, too. That's the total number of uh, cattle 
that was lost. Yeah. Okay, because, not just yes. Okay. Yes, because right. we we know that mm -hmm. there are some uh, pigs, goats, and sheep. Okay, so it's not as though it's attacking just one. one no, type. Not, not at all. So if you check the vaccinations they are targeting all of these animals to be sure that they are safe so the spread is in sex district as you mentioned mm -hmm. started from binduri or in the upper east region right. but the others are talency mm -hmm. boga municipal boku west boku municipal and bongo all of these One, districts two, three, have some cases uh, they are dealing with and so the vaccination mm -hmm. uh, is on yes nearly 30 thousand animals have so far been vaccinated and here's the breakdown for that we have uh, 10,131 goats mm -hmm. 9,706 cattle and 9,413 sheep with 654 pigs uh, receiving vaccines. Is this a targeted vaccination process? Giving what we're seeing right now the fact that it's happening even within an area Yes, indeed. So for any of these animals found within the region, mm. they want to uh, vaccinate them just in case that they have, uh, they've, they've, cast, they've caught the bacteria right. to prevent spread yeah. to humans, you know, because this can get to humans as well and mm. they'll be sick. Uh, you can actually die. It's very fatal from that. Mm. And so uh, the, the districts, uh, and you can guess, yeah. Binduri has received the biggest of the vaccines, 11,716 so far. Uh, Talency with 9,615, 2,948 in Boku East, and Bongo with 2,945 uh, vaccinations. Then Boga Municipal has 2,468, and then Boku Municipal has 212 okay. of these giving Giving the festivities that we're looking at uh, in the coming days, how is the say, Ghana Health Service together with the veterinary service working? How are they working together to ensure that there's public education on how the public can be safe in these times? Well, public education has been ongoing. Uh, radio and radio stations in the region have all been given information that they are spreading. But also, health officials are on the ground interacting with farmers and people who own uh, these animals directly. Mm. So the veterinary services are there, the Ghana Health Service also, and then the, the Security Council, the Regional Security Council, is also uh, part of this whole sensitization program to be sure that as we edge closer, a lot of people will be buying some of these animals uh, for to celebrate eat next week and they don't want a situation where people will eat uh, any animal which has been infected yes we've been advised that if you cook and cook this well you are you are likely to be able to eat without catching the infection but of course you want to uh, take extra precaution by not eating any animal that is already infected our first meet is the head of our health desk here join you
Well, that's all we have for you in this package of the polls. For more news, log on to myjoyonline.com. I'm blessed let's uh, connect later on. But uh, for now, that's all we have for you here on the Joy News uh, channel. Thanks for watching. Next is Let's Talk Showbiz. This dancing industry doing music videos, it's only bangers, bangers only. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, bangers only. Wow. Back, Castro, um, Kwame Eugene, Miss V, etc., etc. Can we can remember all? You know, and uh, even your words. recent one was with um, something must happen by yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. Um, you have Adia for real. Yeah, yes, of course. With fancy Gadam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does that mean that the dance industry? I mean, with respect to creating of music videos, you guys are making something good for yourself in terms yeah. of money. Yeah, definitely, because um, I believe now, now it's better than it used to. Um, before, um, as of that time, it was, I believe the the level of which they were people rated dance mm -hmm. is different from now. Yeah. Wow. Right back then. If you see someone in a music video, you would believe the person is actually making it. That's what your mind is going to tell you. That's what your brain is going to process that. Well, now this person is on TV. So it's like basically the average Ghanaian believes that everyone on TV is making money. And that's the average Ghanaian. Mm -hmm. But then as time went on to date, I believe it, ha it has evolved and it has changed um, for a period of time. Uh, it has changed. And as at this point... I believe now there is money in it than it used to. Oh. Right. So working for Castro, for instance, uh, we, we made a lot of money working for Castro because we were, we were, aside from shooting videos with Castro, we were his personal dancers. So we were going from show after show. I right? was like throughout the region, right? the Accra, Greater Accra, and also um not to catch you, which song was that? Which song did you guys feature? Like, okay, the first one was Odo Power, was the first one. The second okay. was the one with uh, uh, Asamajan. Yes, please. And um, the next one was um, Seho <laughs> Seho, yeah, wow. with D Black. Yeah, so we, ha we had a lot of projects to work on with Castro, but unfortunately, the incident happened and we still don't know what actually went right, down. Yeah, so we're still, we're still here, still moving forward, regardless. That's fine. <laughs>
expect mixed performance. What are you seeing from where you are? As a singer, I am honestly not aware of any styles of music as it were. But I know that the Bible says in the book of Psalm 96, the verse number 2 and the verse